Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to the Through Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through dating, school, and just life in general. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Through Faith Podcast for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And today is a very special episode with two very special people. And it is our boyfriends and we're really excited for this episode. So I'll let them say hey and kind of introduce themselves. Um, hey, I'm Jackson and I'm Hannah's boyfriend. <laughs> and I'm Caleb, I'm Manali's boyfriend. They worked really hard on saying those lines just now. <laughs> this is our second take of trying to record that part. But um, our topic today is, um, I guess, like struggles that athletes face um, in their sports, like being a Christian and everything like that. And so me and Manali are going to kind of give like the girl's perspective. And then Jackson and Caleb are going to kind of give like a guy's perspective on it. Um, We're really excited for it. And we're going to do more of like an interview style of this. So we're going to get to that in a little bit. So we'll go ahead and get started with our question of the week. They've never done this before. So So for our question, we have, um, what's the most embarrassing moment you've faced in your sport this far? Well, for me, (laughs) 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 the most embarrassing would have to be when I was a game time run in the playoffs and I trip over third base and get out and we lose the game. Did you really? <laughs> How long ago was that? That was sophomore year. Oh my gosh. Like of high school? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, you're in your sophomore yeah. year of college. Oh my yeah. gosh. You want to go, Manali? Um, Mine would have to be, I think it was in eighth grade. Um, We were playing soccer and um, I went to go kick the ball and kick my leg up too high and missed the ball and backflopped onto the ground. It was really embarrassing. I wasn't there for that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Jackson, you can go. Yeah, so um, mine was also during a playoff game for baseball last year. And we were playing at Morton High School for the first round of the playoffs. And I was playing left field, and it was like the game time run at second base. And I just let the ball go right in my glove for the like first time ever, and he tied the game up. You never told me that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> His face is red right now. I'm just thinking about it. It was very embarrassing. Um, mine would have to be, I'm, I was a dancer. And mine was like in middle school because I can't really think of anything that's like more recent. But we were doing a kick dance and we were in a circle doing like, like the kicks in a circle. And the girls that were beside me, like, we all hooked up in the wrong place and so I didn't like I was pushed in the middle of the circle instead of like around in the circle with everybody else so I had to kick like in the middle of the circle while they're all like kicking around me it was really embarrassing is that like a basketball game I think little Hannah was embarrassed so (laughs) (laughs) really sad wow that's such a short introduction (laughs) I was expecting that to be a lot longer than it was Anybody else have any more embarrassing stories, or not really? Mm. No. That's the one I've been thinking about yeah. since we saw <laughs> yeah. that last week. Yeah. Well, I think that we can just kind of leave it there. So we're going to go ahead and get started with um, this episode.
Okay, so before we get started, we're gonna have um, our boyfriends introduce kind of like themselves and the sport that they play, how long they've played, um, if they can, they plan to continue to play in the future. They're kind of nervous, so cut them some slack because it's their first time. They're a little nervous. We just had them do like tongue twisters <laughs> before we started this. You guys want to show them your tongue twisters or no? <laughs> Unique New York. <laughs> Good job. Good warm up. <laughs> okay, so whichever one of y'all wants to go first. Um, so I'm a college athlete at. Wait, what's your name? I know, but what if they don't recognize your voice? I'm Caleb. <laughs> um, I'm a college athlete at William Carey, and I have been playing baseball since I was two. Unique fact Ooh. is, when I was two, I used to hit off of a pitching machine with my dad when he used to coach college. Awesome. Do you plan to continue like further to play, like finish out college? If or... God plans it to happen, yes. Good answer. That's a great <laughs> answer. That's great. Um. Yeah. So I'm Jackson, and I'm still in high school. I'm in my senior year, so Hannah's not robbing the cradle too bad. But uh, I play baseball as well, and uh, I do not plan to play after high school at all. So. <laughs> But I do, I, I enjoy the games. Not the practice part? Not, yeah. <laughs> do you like the practice as well? No, nah, the work, working out and the, the running. running. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's all I hear from Jackson half the time is like, oh, it's Wednesday, it's running day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Caleb's sure. like, yeah, me too. <laughs> it's across yeah. the board type of thing. Running day's not good. All right, and then, Manali, you can say what you played. I feel old. We're like, oh, oh we're retired from what <laughs> sport we're playing. Um, so, I'm an alley, <laughs> and I played soccer for 14 years. I quit after, um, high school, senior year of high school. Um, I'm Hannah, <laughs> and I was a dancer, I was a competitive dancer, um, from 7th grade until last year, <laughs> my, la my last semester of, no, first semester of community college, and then I was just like a regular dancer since I was two, so like 16 years. Um, but yeah. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> but, um, but that's like with girls sports though, like you have to start out like when you're younger because like if it's anything involving like flexibility because after yeah, you saying. hit puberty, you can't really be flexible anymore. Or if you do, it's really, really hard and you're more likely to break something. What? <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Fun fact of the day. So that's why, like, gymnastics, that's why you see, like, as soon as, like, one-year-olds start walking, they'll put them in gymnastics to get them flexible because the earlier, earlier you start out getting flexible or training, then the better. What did you say? Nothing. This is just fun. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um, fun facts. But anyway, so I have some questions that we're all going to kind of work together to answer so if you want to read the first question um so we have have you had to set yourself apart from your teammates at times and how or why did you do so so I can start with that one um I feel like um you know as a Christian there's always times whenever you meet I mean you're always going to come across people that claim to be a Christian that you know they don't really live that out on a daily basis and then you're also going to come across the people who don't claim to be Christians and don't care what you think or feel or care that you are a Christian. And uh, 
in those situations, you still you have to be able to balance um, showing your faith, but also you know like keeping what you believe, like you know, still what you believe, and not you know just falling into it. Because I believe that whenever you're in a group of people that's doing th- doing something like that that's wrong, and you're allowing it to happen or not doing anything about it, then you're probably a little bit in the wrong as well. Um, but uh, that just kind of brings me back to one moment. Uh, I think ten, my 10th grade year of baseball, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people on the team, they were talking about something like pornography or something like that. And it, like, I just remember it making me disgusted because like they just felt so open about it and like praised it honestly, kind of. No kind of conviction. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, I was like, I, like who am I playing baseball with? So uh, that's kind of where I've been at for most of my high school career with that. Was it ever like, would you consider that, like, is that, was that hard? Was slash is that hard for you is what I mean? Like to set yourself apart? Mm, no. Because, <laughs> I, um. The confidence. <laughs> no, I'm, it's not because, like, I just, like I said, like, especially hearing, like, how, like, happy kind of they seem to be about it. You know, I know, like, I know, already knew it wasn't right, but then just kind of seeing that, like, I know that they, you know, there's some lost people on the team for sure that mm-hmm. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. need to be um, joining forces with, I guess. Right. Um, I, I, I agree with that because, um, especially from the college standpoint, um, all these college athletes um, always tend to just go party and go drinking underage and all those things so setting myself apart is like honestly not as hard or easy as you would think because especially being one of the youngest ones on the team you tend to get peer pressured a lot and they're all like oh you're not coming to do this because you're too scared but no it's because of the beliefs you believe in and I just think that stuff isn't what it's all set out to be. Mm-hmm. So, and does yeah. that bring glory to God? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I have more of like very much admire you guys. Like, with it not being hard for you guys really at all. But for me personally, like, I guess like more when I was younger, I would say it got better around like junior senior year. But like whenever I was younger and I was a dancer, especially on like my competitive team, it was kind of hard to. Like, I wasn't going to not, like, I wasn't going to change my beliefs or anything, and I definitely wasn't really going to fall into peer pressure, but it did make me kind of feel bad about myself. Like, you know, as, like, girls, they can be really derogatory, so, like, it would just always be more passive comments, like, oh, she's so innocent, like, oh, Hannah, like, she just knows nothing, like, she's just so good, and it was not as, like, a, like, good for you, like, you're a good girl, it's more, like, derogatory, like, oh, you don't do anything, so that always just made me feel like a little bit insecure, but I did know that like at the end of the day, like I am called to do what glorifies God. And so I couldn't really relate to the girls, I guess, and what they were doing. And a part of me almost like, like that, I guess, fleshly part of me, like wanted to relate, but I knew that like, that's not right. And what they're doing isn't right. And I just kind of had to stick true to that, but it, it was a little bit harder for me, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. That's how... Mine kind of was, especially transitioning from, like, middle school to high school. Um, I lost a lot of soccer buddies 
mm-hmm. for um, parties and drinking and stuff. And so, um, like you said, the fleshly desires wanted to, like, fit in with mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But um, obviously that's not what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. So, And I think, I think it can be harder for girls because we do want to fit in yeah. really bad. Yep. So, yeah. So how did you set yourself apart? How did I, how did we set ourselves apart? Yeah. Um, I didn't know you were going to be asking me the question. Welcome to the podcast. Um, honestly, like, I had accountability. Um, honestly, the main person was, like, me and Manali. And my mom also mm-hmm. was a really big person who would encourage me because, like, she had been through that before, like, with high school girls. Like, she knows how it is. And she just more encouraged me, like, just stick true to what you know God wants you to do and you know you're doing the right thing. Like, you know that as a fact. If you're doing what glorifies God, you know you're doing the right thing. So I knew I was doing the right thing and I was setting myself apart in that way. Like I said, it was hard though. So I can kind of empathize with those girls who kind of struggle with that. Um, But you just have to stand, like, proudly in your beliefs. Yeah, I agree. How do you set yourself apart? Same. (laughs) <laughs> the same thing you said yeah yeah okay moving on to the next question it says would it be easier to be a non-christian athlete in your sport and why slash why is it worth it in the end to stick true to your christian beliefs well that question just depends on where you're at um mm-hmm. that's because of if you're at like a baptist school if you're at like a public school <laughs> It all depends on what you're doing on your daily task. Like, coming from a Baptist school, these are the people that claim to be Christians that tend to not relate to the Christian beliefs because they don't care. Or, like, because I know it would be harder at public schools because they don't pray or they don't um, act upon those rituals. Um, and just at Baptist schools, it would be a lot easier because that's what we honor and that's what we play our game through. And y'all have like Bible classes and stuff too, as far as we don't have that. Yeah. Um, I have a question for Caleb. Would you say, like, do you think that, let's say like your Christian university, is that so different? Like, as far as, like, the actions that your teammates see, like, is that so different from what you think a regular college would be? It's not so different because it's still people. People still have their own beliefs. People mm-hmm. still tend to do their own things at their own times mm-hmm. because everyone has their own desires of what they want to do. So it's just being at the Christian school, it helps in a way because we're always, like like you were saying, taking the classes. Yeah. That help us guide our way back to mm-hmm. God. You're held accountable in a yeah. way. Yeah. Um, so, kind of the way I feel about that question is that um, I don't know that it, it probably wouldn't be easier to be a non-Christian. It wouldn't be easier to be a non-Christian in the sport, much like it would to be a Christian in the sport. Because honestly, like in the world you just see people really don't care either way. Like... I mean, people, you see a lot of people, they don't care if you're, if you're lost, they don't care if you're a Christian. doesn't matter if you tell them what you believe, doesn't matter if you try to show them what you believe, they don't care. And that's a sad truth, but it is a truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, you know, 
where I'm at, you know, I feel like honestly, you know, we pray after practice and stuff like that, but I don't know that it's necessarily something that like a non-Christian could definitely, you know, they can close their eyes and listen to somebody pray for 30 seconds and then... But they're not actually praying. Yeah, you know, uh, so I don't, you know, honestly, I don't think that it would be, I don't think that it would be any different because in the day we live in and with, especially with high school teenage guys, like they just don't care. Well, I kind of think that personally for me, whenever I was dancing, it would have been easier for me to just not be, or to be, I guess, to be a non-Christian. Like, it would be easier. Is that worth it? Absolutely not. But in a way, that was sort of the reason that I decided to quit what I was doing is because the people that you surround yourself with, I mean, in a sport, you're forced to be around those people all the time. And unfortunately, that's where you can see a lot of athletes kind of, they'll be strong in their faith, but then they're in their sports around their teammates and they start conforming to the world. So would it be easier? Yeah, but like Jackson said, like there's issues everywhere. There's non-believers everywhere. So at some point or another, you're going to face like, you know, confliction with, am I going to choose the world or am I going to stick to my values and beliefs? But definitely not worth it. Um, Or no, it definitely is (laughs) worth it (laughs) to be a Christian in the end in your sport, but it would be easier to be a non-Christian. Yeah, I agree. It would um, be easier short term because I feel like um, you have those selfish desires and uh, goals to work towards. But I feel like once you reach those goals, what are you working for? And that's where a lot of athletes can get caught up in, I guess. Mm Because I know I've been like in rough spots of my faith where I wasn't really focused on what God wanted me to do. And I'd reach those short-term goals, and I'd be like, well, what am, what am I actually doing this for? And even just, like, being surrounded by other teammates, you know, it's easier to abandon your faith and, like, follow whatever they're doing um, to fit in and be cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. But obviously it isn't worth it. Um, and I definitely, like, do remember times, like, in high school where it would feel good to kind of get glory from those teammates because mm-hmm. you feel included. And like I said, for girls, that's really important. It's really important, like, for your self-esteem And that's where, like, it can be hard to base your self-esteem solely on God. Whereas, like, for y'all's perspective, for boys, it's not as hard to do because they just don't care. Yeah. I mean, that's not for every guy, but, I mean. Um, Can you read the next question on this one? Um, Have you been bullied or picked on for sticking true to your Christian beliefs? So, I don't, um, I wouldn't say that. I've been bullied or picked on for what I believe, but um, maybe because I know, like, backstory. I wasn't. I'm not. I haven't always been super patient with uh, sports and like the people that I've played with. But over the past few years, that's what I've really tried to work on. I feel like it's made me a better player and a better Christian. Um, but I feel like I've seen over the past year or so, you know being more patient with people and not getting as angry kind of that kind of um breeds uh sense into people that they can just kind of walk over you um and you know like I don't like to think I can be walked over but I also I let it go too far sometimes before I do something about it or I stop it because I tell myself you know like I don't care and I don't but it is aggravating so uh it's not necessarily for my faith that I've been been picked on, but I think um, the patience that I've tried to grow out of that faith 
um, has maybe caused me to walk into some issues like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I wouldn't change it for anything because I'm not giving up my patience for, you know, dumb people. So. <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I can definitely people. agree to that. <laughs> oh, I can definitely <laughs> agree to that. Um, being patient is definitely the hardest thing when it comes to being an athlete. One, because you get into like, for baseball, you get into droughts where you can't hit the bright side of a barn. Um, and so you just keep pushing yourself and it's just hard to stay patient. But being a Christian is not what you think it is in sports because they don't really care. They just take times out of their day sometimes just to pick on you because you're quiet, you're being nice, you're not doing all the bad things, you're not going out and partying. It's just they want you to fit in so much by doing what they want you to do that they don't care for what you want to do. Kind of like they might like be trying to push you to that by yes. the way they're acting towards you. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can like kind of see both of y'all's point of view on that and I can see I know with Jackson what he said like is very true because half the time he'll come home with stories to tell me I'm like why didn't you just say this and this and why didn't you just tell them like what's up and he's he is patient when it comes to that because he tries to just like not really let it get to them so I admire that a lot I will say though when it comes to Hannah's school I am not patient. <laughs> yeah. The people at USCM. I'm not patient with my school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hard. Anyways, um, do you want to go? Um, I don't know that I've ever been like bullied or picked on yeah. for like my direct beliefs, but I think it's kind of like how yours were like, um, or what you said. I can't remember which one. <laughs> Whatever you guys said. Wow. Uh, like being too quiet or like um, being invited to go do stuff and not, obviously not going to them um because of it or like this is kind of random but I used to get picked on in high school because my mom would come help me or come help the soccer team and stuff like I was used she to the soccer mom she was a soccer Aww. mom Aww. <laughs> Aww. oh my god I, I, I love belief, the team moms what do you I, I always like they do the most they help the team out the that's most what I'm saying. That was completely yeah, I got I, I mean, got bullied for my dad being, being my coach. So yeah, my dad being my coach my <laughs> whole so, life. He's getting so bullied weird. for that. I bet yeah. people do give you a hard time like, oh, you're the coach. Oh, you're the coach, so yeah. that's the only reason you're playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, I kind of agree with like what you said too. I haven't just been like bullied like oh because you're a Christian, but like as far as just small stuff, like I think it was I think it was Jackson that brought it up earlier that was saying like pornography just being thrown around like in the locker room like as just so common but then like my beliefs say differently than that then it's just like they kind of pick on you for that like oh you're taking that way too serious like who even cares about that um mine wasn't like pornography specifically (laughs) but I'm just talking about in general like my my main thing was like drinking and like alcohol like I didn't drink and I still like don't and that's solely based off of like my beliefs and also like other reasons but there's a lot of, like you said, like passive things like, well, I'm not going to get invited to something because like I don't do that. And we mm-hmm. all kind of know why because it's like only me or like only you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, not really like bullying, but definitely you're singled out because of what you believe. Yeah, agreed. And like I feel like um, 
with other sensitive topics that uh, not topics topics that um have to do with like the Christian faith. It's okay to so strongly oppose those that people like they don't want to talk to you about it. You know, you get what I'm trying to say. I guess so. Like um. Like controversial topics. Yeah, but like it's okay to oppose those where people don't want to. Like, especially in the locker room or something like that. Where people don't care to invite you to talk about things like that. Because they already know what you're going to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that's a good trait to have. Oh, yeah. And sometimes that's hard to be the one to disagree with what they're saying. Because I know, like, it is, like... For me, I could have, like, looking back, I feel like I could have done better with, like, voicing my beliefs. And I just sort of stayed quiet. So. And then... Is this our last question? No. Uh -uh. Oh, yeah, it is our last question. Yeah. You want to read it? Um, what's the hardest time you've had to make a decision to conform to your teammates or stick true to your values? I would have to say um, the hardest time would probably be when we are traveling. Like when we were traveling out of state to just go play. Because on nights where we're just sitting at the hotel doing nothing, that's the time where everyone wants to party. That's the time where everyone wants to go behind coach's back and just drink. And knowing we have a game the next day, trying to bring me in into it, but I'm just like, nah. <laughs> just nah. <laughs> just being the nah. one. But it's also hard because me, that was my freshman year, trying to fit in, being mm -hmm. the freshman on the team, just trying to get along with the guys. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's definitely – got to be the hardest time because that's when you would go to your uh do your bible study that's because going to god is the easiest answer to mm -hmm. just getting away from everyone yeah yeah um for me i actually just thought of this i can't remember if it was last year or my 10th grade year that we had a um a team planned uh, bonding retreat and by that I mean like everybody was going to get together and go to somebody's camp and get drunk and just you know do a bunch of bad things and that was a you know it was oh well it's not about that it's about us coming together as a team <laughs> yeah. um, it's about us having a good time together being able to play baseball better together after it because of it and I was just like well if it's between, um, you know, you have to get to the point where if it's between being good at baseball or uh, being close to teammates that don't really care for you and just want to party, um, you know, what does it matter if you're good at baseball if you're giving up what you believe or giving up who you mm -hmm. are for that? Um, yeah. So, you know, that is kind of my example because I, you know, I, I didn't go. Mm -hmm. And... It wasn't a big deal, but, you know, I can see where it might would have been to somebody. Mm -hmm. so. Um, I think for me, I haven't had, like, a specific, like, hardest time or anything like that. Um, but I do remember, like, a struggle that I kind of repeatedly faced, honestly, even up until, like, college, is I really badly wanted to have, I guess, like, that dance friend. Because, you know, me and Manali, like, me and Manali were friends with each other growing up, but that was all we had and we definitely we played different sports so we weren't you know we didn't share the same sport so 
for me, like, I was like, I really just want a friend that I can relate to and that's kind of like like me in that way that believes the same things I do in dance. So I'm not struggling to just be friends with somebody. And it really was hard for me. It was difficult for me to not really conform to just have that friend, to have that like companion or somebody that, you know, I felt like I could relate to because it was just like, if I couldn't relate to some of the stuff that they've done, because girls will talk about like stuff they've done in the past, like they would make derogatory comments about like my innocence or something like that and like that was just a hard time for me because I just wanted like a friend so it it was kind of hard yeah I think I think I have to agree with you on that one as well I've agreed with you on almost all of these but um (laughs) yeah I agree (laughs) like I didn't have like a close friend especially for high school soccer um that I could go to and have like good biblical advice come from them as well um and even whenever I would start getting close to people, there would always be something like mm-hmm. getting invited to like, we had like jungle juice in high school and it was like this <laughs> big old that. like party <laughs> thing that would happen like yeah. once a month that these people would throw. And so like by the time that I was starting to get close to these people, they'd be like, oh yeah, you need to come like go mm-hmm. to jungle juice or like this is what we're doing this weekend. And it wasn't ever anything good. So um, I would be uh, not having anybody that I could depend on. Um, to be a biblical friend for me in sports. And a lot of them will try to convince you, oh, well, I'm a Christian too, and I go and do this. And yeah. that's, you know, that's not how no, you're maybe supposed not a to be. Christian, so. <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. just not what God calls us to do at all. Yeah, he doesn't call us to go to, jung- to jungle juice or whatever it was called. <laughs> I don't know why I remember or that. like <laughs> toga. Oh, gosh. Me and Manali went to Toga kind of by accident. I think, you know what? I will say I think maybe that's where our innocence kind of led us there. We really thought we were going to a fun dance. And if you've ever been to Toga, it's not that. It's not that. And we learned the hard way. Okay, I don't mean to, like, keep this going, but I kind of want to spring another question that's, like, not on the list. But I I feel like this has all been, like, how has it been so hard? Like, in what way... Do you think all of this, like, all of the struggle or conflict you've faced in your sport, like, how has it all been worth it? Like, what lesson do you think you can say, like, it's taught you? Has it made you a better person? Has it made you stronger? I'll give you time, guys. I'll give you guys time to think about that while I kind of, like, answer it. But I would say, like, for me, I feel like since, you know, I didn't really have that, like, friend or anything, I felt like it made me kind of set myself apart and I really learned to grow my confidence not based Mm -hmm. off of how other people made me feel but based off of like who God says like that I am and I was able to kind of develop that more like comfort confidence or leadership skills like because of that just because I was kind of like well no one really likes me anyways so I might as well kind of (laughs) I know but that's like what I thought at the time like I was very you know I thought that, so, but yeah, that's kind of what, it's made me stronger. Um, yeah, so to me, for it to be worth it, um, I kind of talked about being that person that nobody, like, you know, you said you didn't really have anybody that you could go to, and Manali said that as well, and I also, I heard (laughs) that, um, you know, I have, um, you know, I have people that I can go to, I know, but, um, there has not an abundance of them, but. For me, like being a Christian and standing strong in it, I feel like I can be that person that people can come to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not, you know, that's a great way to kind of at least look at it in a positive way, I guess. Um, because, 
Um, you know, if nobody else is going to be there, then you have to. Um, because everybody needs that person. Somebody mm-hmm. needs that person. And I feel like I have been that person for some people. Um, and, you know, I still stand by. A lot of people don't care about it. But you can always, um, you know, push it. And you can try until you can't try. And that's when you're dead. So. Wow. <laughs> so I'm morbid. <laughs> you guys got that? <laughs> Jackson quote of the day. Keep going until you die. <laughs> Don't cut that. Trademark that. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. What I take from it is like, one positive from all of it is, to me, I like being the eyeball out. I like being the one they're like, oh, why is he not doing anything? Oh, he's the Christian. Like, I like being known as that. I like being the one where if they need someone to come to. I like being the guy that they'll be comfortable talking to. I like being the one that's always willing to listen. I like being known as that. Mm -hmm. And what helps me to keep staying strong in my beliefs during the seasons uh, is this verse from Proverbs 3. It's 5 through 6. It's, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all that you do. And he will show you which path to take. That helps because even through all the struggles, there there's a path that he has for you and you just have to follow it. And all the paths <laughs> he takes will lead you to success. You know, and being the oddball out or the Christian that everybody looks at, you know, you never know down the road whenever people are thinking, you know, like, why did he act that way? Or why, you know, why didn't he do what we did? Why didn't he act the way I acted? You know, what was different about him? And you never know what that can spark out from that too. So Exactly. Leading them to questioning would be like, oh, I'm going to be like that one day. What is he doing that makes him that way? And that's why it's an important, that's why it's important to be, or try to be the best example of Christ that you can be, you know, all throughout your, you know, your life daily. I want to give like an example of that because I feel like, you know, we, we want that to happen. But I guess like an example for me is I was like, I, like she was just my teammate and she wasn't, I mean, I'm not, I don't like judge her. I like, it didn't seem like she was really a Christian. She wasn't, she wasn't very strong in her faith. Like if she was, but I actually like posted a Bible verse on my story, like out of my Bible. And she's never really been like interested in anything like that before. And she actually slid up and had a conversation with me about like, asking me what kind of Bible I use and, like, how she can get into, like, journaling in her Bible or note-taking and getting something out of it. And that, like, made me, I was like, this, something like this makes it all worth it, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, at least it sparked something in somebody. It planted the seed. So, and a lot of people kind of, it's hard when people look at you and they're like, oh, they just, they think they're better than me. I think we hear that a lot, like, all of us as Christians, like, oh, you don't drink because you just think you're so much better than, like, you look down on people who do drink, and it's, like, that's what is a really hard part about being a Christian, too, is, like. Mm -hmm. Um, One way that it was worth it for me was um, since, like, how you said, being the oddball out, um, you're kind of put out of your comfort zone, and uh, we've talked about multiple times, like, your comfort, or being out of your comfort zone is where you grow the most in your faith, and um, being that all ball out and being able to step into like a leadership role all through soccer was uh, a way for me to grow my faith and be able to um, just uh, embrace 
everything that the Lord had for me during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an example of what I have from last year is that one of the older guys, he was a senior, and um, he liked the way like I was acting, but he then questioned it because he was like, how are you able to act like that when they're just like tearing you down? And I'm just like, because their opinions don't really matter to me. The only opinion that matters to me is what God thinks. Mm-hmm. So, and he questioned that because he wasn't really a Christian at the time, but he had this girlfriend that um, helped him seek what he wanted. And he just came to me for advice and how I did it each day. And it just made my heart happy knowing that someone would come to me asking about God. Yeah. And I think that as a Christian too, a lot of you, you have to, what makes it, I guess, not easier or kind of easier in a way is like kind of changing your perspective to realize that non-believers are in fact lost, like very lost. And they look at you as an example. We're constantly being examples for people. How we react to things shows our belief in God. Like it shows like our our faith. And a lot of people don't know about that. And it's sort of changing your perspective to sort of feel sorry for them in a way. And looking at it as like I'm spreading the truth to them because I want to lead them closer to God. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I feel like um, us or anybody that's kind of, you know, trying to be an example for God in any situation they're in. It's not, I mean, it might be overcomplicated sometimes. Um, it's as simple as, you know, like wear a shirt or, you know, if somebody, you know, tell somebody you'll pray for them and actually pray for them or pray for them then, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, you know, Manali and Hannah like to make fun of it, but I have these shirts that say <laughs> Jesus loves you on them, and I have a lot of them. Oh, and also, he has a discount code, yes, so I'm go sponsored. use it. So, um, <laughs> at Jackson Carney underscore, click the link in my bio. Um, you can get 25% off. Are you off using our podcast as a plug? Are you no, serious? But what I'm trying to say is, like, <laughs> with that, like, I intentionally wore those shirts to baseball. And I still do to try to like, you know, whenever people see, you know, like, why is he wearing that? Even, you know, it's not just a baseball team, the football team, everybody, you know, that's just, it's not hard. There's a bunch Mm -hmm. of different ways you can do it. It doesn't always have to be talking because not everybody's comfortable with that, you know, just show Mm it in some way. You never know what's going to spark something or spark curiosity because a lot of people don't even want to say it, but they're thinking it. They just don't ever bring it up to you. So you just never know. Yeah. But yeah. Does any of any of y'all have anything else to add? No? Okay. That was a good conversation. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We enjoyed having you guys on here. <laughs> okay. Well, we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up here, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>